So put your hands together for uh, the brothers, the sibling powerhouse, that is Harry and Jack Williams, who wrote it. Eliza Meller, the producer, and Sam Donovan, the director. Come and join me, guys. Incredible work. Um, I mean, those of you who follow uh, the work of Jack and Harry will know that this is the crack team that brought us the liar, but before... Um, before we uh, talk about how the band got back together, um, let's, uh, let's take it right back to the beginning. Um, where did this idea come from? Um, well, the whole idea is we're just sort of talking about stuff that's in our lives at the moment. And uh, what I was, the, my girl, the girl I'd started seeing at the time, who's now my fiance when I met her, was a widow. She had she'd written a blog about it, so it was sort of being in that emotional place was something we've been talking about. Um, and so naturally sort of ended up coming up with a drama. So yes, it was, uh, we, we were just talking about that kind of thing, you know, being a widow and what that means and the emotional experience of it. And, um, and then, yeah, uh, you know, we'd been talking about something set in Africa for a while and uh, I'd read a book back, uh, something about the Congo and just, it's a very interesting place to set something. So I, I, as usual, it's never one thing when we come up with an idea. It's lots sort of, of different things. Lots of ideas coalesce at the right time. Yeah. So just demystify the process a bit then. As the two of you get in a room and you just kind of bounce ideas around and then go, right, okay, let's think of a, let's think of something that's set in the Congo that brings in the wizard. Like, break it, it down for it, us. It takes, it's sort of, you have a, an idea and you go, that's great, but that doesn't quite work. And then you have another idea, then you have a character you're interested in, then a setting. Kind of story that we've had in our minds for a while and that will fit into this particular show and you'll, they sort of all stack up and become part of that story, you know, as you go. And is it often character-driven? Because The Missing was very much character-driven. It, it was a real-life detective from one of your dad's documentaries, right? So, and this started with, with your now fiancé, that kind of idea. So does it always begin with, with a character in mind? That's the best way to make anything distinct, definitely, I think, if you're going to have... You know, there's so much TV on and so many stories have been told that if you have a character or an emotion that you want to talk about and express and explore, that's definitely the best way for us to start. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move it over here. I'm going to move mine down as well. You want, it's Hello. It's such projecting so well. <laughs> Hello. Sam, let's, uh, what, what convinced you to work with these guys again? What is it that brings you on to any project? Really is it because of... <laughs> Is it because it's these guys, or is it the is it is it the, the place it's set? <laughs> is it the fact that you had like was it three locations that you were on? What, well, what yeah, it? quite more than that actually. Yeah. But we um, we had a good time at Liar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, did the uh, the last few episodes of that, and uh, I got sent the widow, and um, yeah, just the scale and the character and the intrigue of Georgia was was just uh, was fascinating, you know, and, and to to look at a part of the world that had not really been seen on TV before was, um, yeah, was wonderful. And the twists and turns that keep carrying on and keep driving the story forward um, from different people's perspectives as well was just, uh, yeah, fascinating and something that I you know, didn't feel like I'd seen before, so. Yeah, there's the twists and the turns. And the other thing that differentiates us from The Liar is that The, the Liar was linear. And here you're kind of bouncing from past to present. So, I mean, how, kind of how, what challenges does that bring? How does that... Sorry, so you, yeah. you were saying it's, it just makes it a lot more difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, more challenging, yeah, mm. because, you, because you're looking at different uh, time frames and, you know, obviously uh, different story strands. So, it, so it's how you get a rhythm and a flow through those throughout the story without it feeling too detached. And not just sort of 
spoil anything, but I think uh, this episode, we go back in time um, and see George's journey, but actually over the series, we find we do that with different characters. So in episode two, we'll follow Emmanuel. Uh, he's played by Jackie Edo. We see Ar you know, Ariel. And he's played by Judith. Terry Ellison. Uh, so we'll actually have different perspectives and different periods of time. So it's not just one time period, it's actually lots of different time periods over all eight hours. To make it even more complicated. Yeah. Yeah, but you dig into each of the characters, uh, sort of helps with that side of thing. Well, and, and how their story is reflected in the whole bigger picture and how that affects George's story as well, which... Yeah. There are moments in episode one, like there's a few shots there that actually come back in episode three and are played from different perspectives. So it all fits together very satisfyingly. Easter eggs is what they are. Yeah, Keep Easter, up eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah. Wow. That's what we're still looking at. <laughs> yeah. Um, Congratulations on pulling together a brilliant cast, by the way. I mean, Thank you absolutely very much. fantastic. I know there's some of you in the audience. Well done. You right? Yay. A round of applause. Good work. Um, Eliza, what, I mean, how do, how do you manage to get a cast like that? And bag a bona fide Hollywood star. I mean, <laughs> brilliant money. Well, that was a real coup, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic to get her. And I think, um, I think very exciting because she hasn't done any television for so long, about 20 years. So. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm hoping that, you know, it's going to be a real draw, actually, to see her on, uh, on the sort of ITV because, um, yeah, no, she's, it was good, good coup um, to get her. And I think, um, and everybody else, I mean, we, uh, we Gary David, I don't know if he's here, Gary, who was really? here. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, shy, aren't you, there? Gary, Gary's Gary, a fantastic <laughs> job, really, but, you know, because it's such an international cast. You know, we were pulling people from France. Because it's set in Congo, obviously, um, we were casting um, people from all over the world. So France, Dutch, um, South African, obviously, because we were shooting in South Africa, so we wanted to cast as many locals there as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's an amazing cast, actually, that we've brought together. It, it really is an incredible cast. And, and you say you shot in lots of different places. Just how many locations did you have? Well, we, we were um, in South Africa, we were in Cape Town and in um, KZN. KZN, which is a, an, another area of South Africa. Then we were in Rotterdam uh, and then in Wales. And in London as well, actually, at the airport. Uh, and in, yeah, and Heathrow for that first bit, yeah. Did you want to shoot it in Congo? Could you have shot it in the Congo? Well, we reckon no, it. We, we went on a research trip to Congo. I was fine with them going there, but... Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to come. They were like, <laughs> we have things on. <laughs> I, I would have, but I was saying, it's your you, thing. You go research thing. that, <laughs> and um, we'll... Uh, so we went off and researched it. Yeah, we had, production yeah, we had three days. But it was so. quite clear that you couldn't shoot there. I mean, you, it, Kinshasa, yes, is, is, you know, is great, and you can... But as soon as you get out to the eastern part of Congo... Yeah, like, we, we couldn't wreck Igoma, could we, because it was too dangerous at the time. Yeah. But also, there's no filming in infrastructure there. And in South Africa, you've got all the infrastructure there. Sort of, so it's uh, a lot easier. But that in itself would take a big logistical effort to now create a bit. Well, it, and also just, I mean, one of the big challenges was trying to find equatorial rainforests in yeah. South yeah. Africa. And, you know, we came back on our first recce with Sam talking about woods and these guys. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they kept they showed off the photos. and It, they, looked, it all looked like Richmond Park. <laughs> and we're like, we might as well just go to Richmond Park. It's meant yeah. to be a fucking equatorial rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and they're like, we'll put some plants in there. Like, like, hey, we'll we can put plants in Richmond Park. These guys are like, we've got greens. Like, come on, greens. <laughs> so how does it work? Like, break, like, this is a good little insight we're getting into, the kind of working relationship. Because these guys are not only, you're not only the writers, you're also exec producers. 
So once it kind of, you've got, you know, how? That's just joy. That's, that, yeah, that's, that's joy, that is. Look at that. That's amazing. So, we love this. So you can really go, actually, no, well, you know, you need to, it's a forest. It's not just, you know. Well, we, ha well, we did go back again. And actually, um, we had Stuart Howell, who I can see is our DP up there as well, who'd actually shot a lot in South Africa and had shot rainforest before. So he knew every rainforest in South Africa. So we kind of, we went back again with him. Yeah. We got him to do brilliant photographs to convince these guys that <laughs> yeah. we could do it in South Africa. And that none of them really didn't want to go back yeah. to And also the time of year as well. It, yeah. was, it was lusher the time we, when we went back the second time to yeah. do the recce. They, uh, and, you know, there is stuff you have to do, and they you know, had to shoot it very, very cleverly to make it look like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, there's always a disparity between what you think you can get and what's going to happen, and you want to go, I'm, it must look like this, but actually I think it, it, it ended up fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, and we did do a lot of our GVs for real in Kinshasa, so we, yeah, we so did employ a team. all those aerial shots are all in Kinshasa. And, and then we've created places that look like it that we could then put Kate in, but we did that in Cape Town. So it's sort of the, the bit where she's in the shanty town. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Correct, yeah. And also driving through the streets with 500 extras. 500 extras. Ah, yes. How was that? Uh, expensive, but, <laughs> but worth it, you know. It was definitely worth it. It was Sounds definitely neat. worth it. Very, very good. Um, it was better than taking Kate Beckinsale to Kinshasa, I think. We all agreed. Yeah, that would have been more expensive. More yeah. expensive. Yeah, the yeah. insurance would have been very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you reconcile being the creatives and also the exec producers. How do you kind of, does it ever, is there ever a conflict? Not really, it's kind of better to be involved because yeah, you have something in your head and that's not always what you can achieve, but it's better to be involved in why that is. It's never that you can't achieve it because people are being lazy or cheap. It's never that, it's just sometimes you have, you know, the location looks different or, so it's good when you could, you know, you can work with, Sam and Eliza and with the cast and just keep rewriting to make sure you end up with something that works. So it's a good thing, I think, ultimately. Yeah, massively. There are always going to be compromises along the way, but um, everyone's got the best interest of the show at heart uh, and wants it to look as good as they can. And not like Do we Clark. now say what it's like working with that? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no, definitely no, not. No, 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 it's fine. She's definitely not. You <laughs> <laughs> signed the no, NDA before you came in. You've got witnesses. Say what you like. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they no, signed no. documentation. I think from our point of view, it was brilliant working with because actually you're working, you know, instead of having a sort of an exec who's a, another layer, it's, yeah. they're like the show, showrunners, so it's... Yeah. Um, so it's really good. I like this. And what is it, Sam, that makes their writing, what, what, it, what is it that makes their writing so unique? We're going to talk about oh, it. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, careful. Well, the is always really strong and very strong, determined female characters as well, which is, you know, which is always great. Which, by the way, direct. I want to thank you on behalf of half of the population for that. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. Good. Um, good. And uh, just all the twists and turns, you ne when you're reading it for the first time, you never know where it's going. And, um, you know, and that's always a real draw, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it is and? that. It's, um, and, and it's not just the twists and turns of the plot, it's the character twists and turns. So, you know, you always think somebody's one thing. And then what they're brilliant at is, you know, they, they, they literally take the rug away from you and yeah. you go, oh, that person's not who I thought they were. And that's what it's yeah. where's the rug? Yeah, how, how long did it take you to write it? How long was the writing process for us? Very long. Very long time. Yeah. yeah. Longer than a year? We were sort it's of doing what we would like other things at the same time, but it was sort of, yeah. It did take a very long time. I think this one definitely fits to, like, we've had a lot of things that are very intricate and involved, but this one, I think, more than anything, when you get to the end, you can see 
it would bear rewatching very happily. I think there's a lot of yeah. We didn't do it. quite often. We work it out as we go a bit more. This one we kind of knew the shape of the whole, the arc of the whole thing a little bit more. So I mean, it, it involved figuring out what happened in those episodes more specifically. But yeah, it's uh, it took a long time. Involved. But it was good, wasn't it? Hope? Yeah, really I really it. enjoyed it. And yeah, I had a good time yeah. with you, Jack. Thanks, man. I feel like we yeah. grew closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I, you have to say, the second time I'm watching it, and already I'm like, oh my god, I didn't notice that. And then, da, 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 oh, that's yeah, good. So, yeah, oh, very good. It does bear that, I think. It's yeah. got a yes. bingeable, repeatable quality. I don't know what that means. Yeah, you do know what that means. I do know what that means. Mm -hmm. uh, the look of it is, it's really, I mean, the, it's, when she was in Wales in the beginning, it's got a certain feel to it. And obviously in Africa, you can get, I mean, when she's in what is the, meant to be the Congo, it looks, it looks hot. Yeah. Now, did you bulk buy like highlighter, or is that actual sweat? Like, what is happening? With no. Well, uh, well, of course, How do you make that... it look so hot? Because often heat and cold doesn't translate well, but you just—it just feels sweaty and it just feels very. It was very cold it was, in Wales. Well. well, it was really cold in Wales. Yeah. yeah. And also, we—what I didn't want to do when I picked the locations in Wales was go for typical kind of green, lush Wales because obviously we were showing the, the green, lush rainforest. So I went for you know, the darker hills and the slate and, you know, just to kind of juxtapose that and to show what a harsh environment she was living in. Um, it was really cold in Wales. I mean, it was snowing. It was early January, wasn't it? It was bitter. February, but February, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got slowed off um, after Yeah, we did. And then, and then Cape Town in the middle of their summer, it was absolutely scorching. And KZM, where we shot the rainforest, was pretty hot, actually. Yeah, and it was yeah. really humid, yeah. Humid. So, I mean, there was a bit of spritz, but yeah. everybody was perspiring anyway, so it was... <laughs> no, we were in Chiswick. No, yep. you were yeah. in Chiswick. <laughs> <laughs> an air-conditioned office, very nice. Doing good, guys. <coughs> Keep yeah. it going. Keep it going. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bye. It, it is, it, I, when I wasn't kidding when I said I wanted to thank you on behalf of the female, the half the population for writing such a badass female character, you know, it, it was, was she, was it always a woman? Was it was, of course we know that now, but, but did, was it, was it a conscious decision to want to write something around a strong woman at the heart of it? Uh, I guess so, in, in terms of when we came up with the character and the sort of emotional starting place, it always was um, a female character on our minds. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it didn't change particularly from the starting point, and I think, I think with with her character particularly, it's quite interesting because you see her in Wales, very closed off, very shut off emotionally, and you know I think it's interesting over the course of the hours to see how that challenged and how she deals with those those challenges. I think to have someone who's had to survive some fairly terrible things. Um, to watch how she manages and copes with those pressures mm. just felt interesting. Yeah, I, it, she always was from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, she's someone who's sort of shut herself off from the world to a certain extent and needs to let the world in. So, um, yeah, it was a very good character to, to write, but uh, yeah, a hard one to play. Yeah, and a great, but a gift of a character for, for Kay, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, and a, like I said, a badass. She's really, you can see she's a tough cookie at the beginning, that scene where she kind of cutting her own stitches out <laughs> yeah. and, and walking to the hospital to get the stitches put in. Yeah. And is it true that Kate, she did her own stunts as well? Kate was amazing at stunts, yeah. yeah. There's a big stunt in episode two, which I can't talk too much about, but it was a one-take wonder. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's and, amazing. Um, and she nailed it. Around her own bubble bar. Um, how much research goes into being able to tell your stories accurately and sensitively? Because you do, you are tell. I don't want to give too much away. No spoilers. 
but so much happens. Um, Loads. <laughs> I think particularly this. I think, you know, when you start showing the Congo, there are very... That's a very specific place, historically, um. culturally. And there, there's a, I think as bears out over the eight hours, there's a, this story couldn't happen anywhere else. I think by the time you get to the end, this is not a story that could happen in any other country. And so, yeah, the history and the politics of the Congo. I mean, it's not in your face. It's not an issue-led no. show, but it's there and it's present and it's part of the tapestry of the show. Yeah, there's a lot of research. You know, people at Two Brother Cat and uh, do, do loads of research into the... The stuff that we're writing about, so it's, yeah, there's a lot goes into it, a lot of... Just to know what's... And, and even uh, even just every scene in this, I mean, yeah. doing it in South Africa, how does it look? Mm. How, you know, what dialect to use in which region? It's just important to get it right, because that's, you know, the, the show is very specific to the Congo. So, yeah, hopefully it's, it's accurate. And it's set in a place where it, it's happening now. You know, you're yeah. not looking at a piece of history. You're, you've set it in a, in a country where there, when you couldn't shoot there because of the troubles, right? Yeah. yeah, so it has to all be, like, dressed to look like the Congo. It's like doing a period show, to a certain extent. That's what yeah, you said, Sam. Yeah. And making it a bit timeless, like, you need yeah. to be true to the sort of uh, politics and historicity of the place, but also not so specific that it's going to be out of date by the time it comes out. So you have yeah. to sort of be aware of what's going on there and sort of sum it up in a general way without being tied into a particular time frame so it doesn't date. Yeah. yeah. It's a challenge. And how, how involved are you? What, what stage are you brought in then? When, are you just given the script and said, would you like to come and do this? Or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you brought to Sam? What do you think, Donovan? <laughs> yeah. You like do it? it? Are you in? Yeah. Uh, so just a direct backbone to Donovan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what stage did I... I? Well, you were on first, weren't you? You, you went to... Liza was on first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we, we had worked together on Liars, so in fact, it just sort of, in the end, it, um, it, it gave, yeah, they just said, you know, gave me the script and said, do you want to, actually, you gave me the other one first, but never mind. The, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the other one. The other yeah, one. it's one of this one. The one you said no to. The one I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. But I said, <laughs> <laughs> then I went, oh, no, no, no. Anyway, I'm glad I chose this one, much better. <laughs> why, why, why did you say yes to this one, then? And what was it about the other one? <laughs> so what, what was it? That no, the other one wasn't yesterday? written by them, actually. Right. Oh, come this on. Uh, thought, it's all going to come out eventually. Uh, <laughs> so I blame your agent. Um, what was it about this that made you say yes, Eliza? Um, it, well, to be honest, it was working with these guys again, because yeah. I really enjoyed it the first time around with Lyre. And, um, and it, secondly, it also felt like, um, as you said, Lyre was a very, it, it was a much more, it was a linear story. It was a much more kind of two perspective story with a very limit. I mean, we did have flashbacks, but really it's set in one time frame. And this one um, felt like it was going back to the missing, which I, I love both of the series. And it, it, but it was more ambitious. So it was, you know, set in more countries with more time frames. And as these guys said, when you get to like episode five and, you know, you get to Judith's backstory, which is a com another time frame completely, you know, it's just, um, there's so many twists and turns in it. And, and just the ambition of the piece, I suppose. I just thought it, that's a real challenge. Yeah. How long did you have to shoot it? Well, we probably about 20, 20 weeks, 21 weeks. It's not long at all. Oh, is it? I mean, I don't like know. No, it's not. You keep saying that. It's not. I thought you might have had How much long longer, but was it God, to, no. to all those different locations? Yes. I mean, we were only in Rotterdam for three days. Right. We were back in Wales for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, um, some of the interior Rotterdam was shot in Cape Town. Shot in Cape right. Town. Um, but yeah you, were, yeah, you had a 10-week shoot, and then we had a second director on for the... Yeah, he's about the same, yeah. About, tw yeah, about 20, 21 weeks. OK, 
Okay, I'm going to open it up to the floor. If you've got any questions. Uh, Harry was saying earlier about um, your fiance uh, being a widow. I wondered if you could elaborate upon that and explain what kind of uh, information she gave you to to um, furnish this piece and help you write this piece. Well, I suppose it wasn't specifically directed to kind of this. It was just we were. She wrote a blog about the experience of being a widow that was very well written, a very emotional thing. And I think, you know, we write kind of emotional thrillers, so it was an area that we kind of felt it felt intriguing uh, to start with a character who's lost someone. And then I think putting our sort of mystery and thriller hats on, thought, well, what happens if you see that person again? And what, is, what does that do to you? Uh, it just felt kind of... Just, just had a lot of stories there, and a lot of, generated a lot of ideas, uh, which we're always keen to embrace. I'd like to see your mystery and thriller hat, actually. It's very small and yeah. tight, <laughs> and felt <laughs> you mustn't see it. <laughs> I really enjoyed that, Susie from the Daily Mail. Thank you. Um, so it's amazing, as you said, casting Kate in this, and obviously we've had Richard Gears coming up in a BBC show, Hugh Grant. Julia Roberts, why do you think so many Hollywood stars are now turning to the small screen? Uh, I think it's the kind of stories you can tell. Uh, you, can tell you can tell proper character stories, you know, over a long period of time, and you can really dig into character. And it's just, as for, certainly for us as writers, I love having eight hours to really dig into a story and tell loads of stories and dig into character properly. So I, th I suppose the same must apply for actors when they're looking at roles, I can only assume. Um, yeah, I, I assume so. I think movies, are, there are less and less of those sort of mid-range. And all movies now are like two and a half, they've all gotten slightly longer, haven't they? All movies. Yeah, and any good movie, the character thing is like three hours, which is great, but yeah. it's so long to sit there for one time. And yeah. I think, yeah, everyone's getting spoiled by the amount of good TV on. And as Harry said, actors want something to get their teeth into and you know, a proper role to get stuck into. And I think a lot of the bigger budget movies aren't as challenging for them. So and, and maybe the international element as well, you know, that the TV has sort of become more international and less sort of just focused on, you know, for sure, yeah, and it's not a dirty word anymore. You know, people don't see it as a step down going and doing a TV show. It's you know. We certainly seem to be living in like a heyday for TV dramas. There's so much good quality drama out there. I mean, you work with so many different actors and a lot of A-list stars. And what do you think? Why do you think that so many are turning to the small screen? Well, I I think from Kate's point of view, it was because she wanted to get her teeth stuck into a, a character that went on a bigger journey. You know, and. Um, you know, she was nervous, I think, about, about doing eight hours. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's four feature films back to back, essentially. But, you know, the process we went through, we had a lot of rehearsals. We um, worked with all the other actors together. We did page turns. We had big chats on the phone before she agreed, before we agreed. You know, that's all kind of skirting around each other before pen goes to paper. Um, we checked each other out, essentially, before, before we... We all said yes, and she got it. You know, she got the character. She she got the um, the loss and uh, the determination that, that that kind of George has got. You know, so um, yeah, she was super excited to to kind of get her teeth stuck into she, eight hours. Yeah, she's great in it. Did you did you have a, an actor in mind when you were writing George? Did you have somebody that you wanted to? Of Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, more questions. 
Um, John Winfield from uh, Drama Quarterly. Uh, for Harry and Jack, I was just wondering if you could tell us a bit more about your actual writing process and whether you're completely equal or if there are things that perhaps one of you is better at. We're not completely equal. We're not. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> we all heard. <laughs> he doesn't work for me, but... Um, <laughs> you know... There He's is a that, funny guy. Uh, relationship. Very funny guy. Thanks, man. Um, it's this. It's horrible. It's this. Hours and joke. hours. No one needs to see this. <laughs> it's just like no process of anything. It's like how no. do you make anything? How, like, it's like making sausages. Like no one wants to see that. You want to eat them, but you don't want them. No. No one wants to know what we do to get this stuff on screen. It's sort of. Yeah, Sometimes even... we make sausages. <laughs> in order to do. We that. do make. It's more uh, interesting. Uh, it's it's stru yeah, scrambling through ideas and thoughts for a really long time and talking about what the story might be and what we kind of maybe want to say uh, in all this at great length and then interrogating it as much as we can. <clears throat> um, and then once we've figured out the story and what the arc is, divide it in half uh, and go away and not look at each other and then Wonderful. write our own halves and then swap them over. And you can kind of re rewrite over the other person's as much as you want. Um, Never happens to me. Hmm. <laughs> is your process still the same now, now that you, you're so successful? Um, oh, like so when you were, to, you know, to when you were, you were struggling writers, I when you know, were just we were, like I feel like if we were really successful, we just would just like do it, take an hour and then go home and go, like, that'll do. I don't know, it's, it's just as bad, in fact it's worse, isn't it? It's like, it takes is a it? long time. I don't know, it's hard. It's always hard. There you are. There it is. Um, <laughs> it's quicker than it It's definitely quicker, yeah. I think we've established a sort of... Because I think before it was always tinged with huge amounts of fear. <laughs> and, now it's and now it's tinged with like a bit of fear, but also a bit of, you know... Laziness. Laziness and what's for lunch. Um, <laughs> it's better... Than, I think it's quicker. We've been doing it a long time, so yes. we are faster than we used to be, but then we've done a lot of it, so I think sometimes we find ourselves trying to storyline something and going, oh, that'll be good, and then you get an hour down it and you're already... We've done that already and we yeah. did that storyline in something else yeah and you don't want to repeat yourself or repeat what else is on tv you want to try and be different and surprising if you can so it takes longer because there's a not just what we've written but there's a lot of tv on and a lot of very good tv so trying to find something that's different is is a challenge i would say yes because you don't want to repeat yourself or fall back on tricks you go well that works let's do that again you kind of want to Keep it fresh and keep challenging oneself. We don't um, repeat ourselves. How he just repeated himself. <laughs> That's why he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I think what's interesting, though, Sam, Sam, I don't know if you found this, is that even having done two shows with them, yeah. trying to work out who's written what is still really, oh, really? really yeah, it's hard. Do you play yeah. that it's very game? seamless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you, have you, they've never done we it have to guests. us. We, no, we have. Who wrote The Widow? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's scenes, like, yeah, you know, there's if there's new scenes that come out. Scenes, you go, oh, I think that was Harry. Right yeah, because it is and interesting. You, wrong. you must have yeah. to really discuss the characters. <laughs> if you're going to both write for one person, <coughs> you know, it's, it's coming. I mean, we used to. I mean, I, it is a hard game to play. I think. I think my wife sometimes turns to me after. I'd be hard pressed to remember. We don't remember. She goes, "You wrote that one." I'm like, "No, I didn't." Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I have to take credit. But I, yeah, it's. Do you want to? Well, we also time? rewrite each other, so I can't yeah. kind of remember. Some of them are sort of Frankenstein's. I did turn to Harry after watching something the other day, and I was like, "That's so good, man! You know, that's a great scene." He's like, "You wrote it," and I felt, <laughs> I felt both sort of shamed, but also pleased with myself. <laughs> I was like, "Good on me!" I, I really genuinely thought he'd written it. I, 
So I'm so now you're saying it out loud. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. This is a question for Harry and Jack, really. Um, at the moment, all the British TV channels seem to be kind of marshalling their forces and taking on the big power of Netflix and Amazon, have their own drama identity. And you, of course, make TV shows for different channels, particularly the BBC and ITV, sometimes even going up against each other head-to-head -head, head -to -head in the... Uh, in the schedules. Um, I just wondered, at which point does the TV channel come on board and how much creative say they have, and how do you know when you found the right home? Well, with The, the Widow, we, it, I mean, we wrote it, we came up with it at the same time we were talking to Polly about it, I think, wasn't it? It was very, very early on. Uh, ITV. Uh, at ITV, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty early. I mean, we tend to write scripts before and then send them out, just because I think pitching things, sometimes it's a bit confusing and you promise something and you so yeah but once we do the first draft we send it to channel pretty early and get really involved um, because it's really important they have to make it and they're the ones paying for it and you know you want to hear what they have to say and make sure we all are on the same page um, and thus far that's worked out very well yeah we, yeah. we, we were involved with, with ITV very early with this and wanted to make the same show which is the hardest bit yeah so yeah very early and um, once you have that conversation at the beginning you know you're on the same page it's not shouldn't really be that hard, it never normally is. They'll leave you, leave you to your own devices then? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, and sometimes, go what, you, and sometimes yeah. go, what are you doing, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine too, like sometimes, you know, you've got to talk about the casting, or talk about, you know, directors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and make sure, it's good, you know, you don't just want to be in a corner making it, you want to make sure you're collaborating. So yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah. So why did Sam, why did, you know, I'll ask you the question about Sam then, the same, why did you want Sam to Look come at that shirt, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> Sam well, did, uh, we worked with Sam on the second yeah. book of Liar, and there was a scene in episode five, which, uh, there's some scenes that you write and you go, oh, this will be good, and some scenes you go, God, this could be awful. And it's a good scene, but you go, this could, in the wrong hands, be shit. And there's a scene where Joanne Foggett's character sort of drugs Joanne Griffith and kidnaps him. And it's like, it, it's a, it was like one of those ones, it could have been awful. And it was amazing when we watched uh, that come in and we went, he's good. Yeah, we him. had a great time working with him. Let's and get him again. Yeah, that was, it looked fantastic, everything he did on that. So, yeah, we were all on the same page with this one as well, so yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it does look fantastic. I just wanted to ask, were there any kind of news stories or anything in the kind of like and current affairs that kind of influenced this story, anything that you kind of saw kind of in terms of your research? And you have like true story stuff that fed into this. Yes, but I can't fully say what, uh, because there, and a, lot of the, a lot of the stuff that informed it is the Congo as a place and historically why it's important and why it's interesting and why the country it's faced challenges. Some of that has been in the news recently, and I think it's reflected here. There's some specific things that I won't spoil. Yes. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's specific to the place that does sometimes pop up in the news, but I don't want to go any more detail than that. Yes, good. Spoil things. That's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I like that the, right at the beginning, you're, you're just, you know where you are. You are with child soldiers, it's guerrilla warfare, and it's like opening scene, here we are, welcome to Congo. 2019. Good, yeah, it's, it's challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Channel stuff and that story and that and that actress who played the Deidre is brilliant. She's fantastic, yeah. isn't she? Amazing. Yeah. But she goes across the whole eight episodes and
We were after Swahili speaking girls, and that obviously brings the pool down quite a lot. Um, what did we see? We saw about 20 girls, probably. Yeah, probably. But she was, we actually, she was the only one we brought down for yeah. uh, an audition to Cape Town because we were so struck by our first We saw a, a load of tapes, so we saw like 20, 20 girls on tape, and then um, Shalom just kind of blew us away from the tape. And so anyway, we brought her down, and, um, and I really put her through her paces, actually, in, in the rehearsals. I got her to do the scenes again just to warm her up. I got her to do a load of improvisation. Um, I got her to do... Uh, as if she was being bossed around by um, uh, by militia, I got to do more intimate scenes that, from the family that she gets torn away from. Um, really, really put through her paces, and uh, and she was just amazing. And she'd never acted before. And she's never acted before. Yeah. She'd been in one commercial. One commercial. Yeah, and never acted before, and she was just—I mean, she just totally. Blew us yeah, away. Really and she's lovely got, to work with as well. And lovely to work with, yeah. And she's got this real innocence about it, but then also she's tough. Yeah, no, you can see it. She's got innocence, but you, there's yeah. maturity there as well in those eyes. It's, she's a real find. <laughs> it's a slightly morbid question, but um, the footage of the air crash, what did you use for that? Mm. We, um, we bought an aeroplane and ripped it to pieces. <laughs> yeah. It was so expensive. The, the decommissioned 737. Yeah. yeah. Cost, only cost 10 grand, actually. It's, quite, it's cheap. No, it's oh. good. Where did you buy it? Where did you buy it all? From Joburg. So it cost more to, to and ship it from Joburg. But we did use it in some other yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 we go back we to it. We use it, yeah. Um, yeah so, we, so we kind of, uh, we took the interior and we created our own set from the interior plane. And then all of that um, shell, we kind of cut up and... And I hate flying, so it didn't haunt my dreams. Or anything. Mm. Oh, yeah. That yeah. good. How much do you hate flying? Do you fly? I, yeah, do. I can't okay. fly. I, I, I have to do all the trips now. I'm like, no, I, I do, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like BA. I need to be drugged and made <laughs> conscious. Yeah. Not British Airways. Like no. BA for us. <laughs> 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 yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Will you work together again? Yeah, Would yeah. you? These guys. Oh, <laughs> 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 I don't know. Would you work with these two again? Hey, we'd love to. I'd love to. It's an amazing experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real yeah. great collaborative process, actually. With yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. He loves me every day. He's always on the email. Yeah. What are you doing, guys? <laughs> Hi, guys. He's got no time to be on the email. He's got no time. Miss you. I've watched the first three, lucky me, um, it, it, and it is, just gets better and better. And thank you. Oh, thank you, you. When you said you wanted it to feel like it's, it's not set in any time, it feels like a, a timeless classic already. Thank you. I don't know if I should say this, but I want to switch on. I was like saying to my husband, Oh my God, it's like Bangkok Hilton. Do you remember with uh, Nicole Kidman? And it's just like, it just reminded me, which probably isn't the right thing to say. To say all, but but I mean, again, yeah. it's, it was an instant, which is something from my childhood. It was like a big Hollywood actress doing a TV series, probably on ITV as well, actually, wasn't it? I don't remember. But yeah, anyway, so I hope it is as memorable for people, kids watching it in years to come. Um, congratulations, all of you. It's going to start uh, next month. Is that right, ITV? Yes, thank you, Janice. Next month, so go and spread the words and may you get squillions of viewers. Oh, thank, thank you very, you very much. much. Thank, thank you, very much. Jack, Cheers. Harry, Eliza. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.